Well, hello and welcome to Binge Watch, the podcast where we take a look at the hottest new TV and film releases on streaming television platforms. I'm Hannah Fernando, the editor of Woman Magazine. And I'm Ian McEwen, writer on TV and Satellite Week magazine and whattowatch.com. And today we're looking at the new releases for the week starting Friday the 9th of December 2022 from Guillermo del Toro's new animated version of Pinocchio on Netflix to the offerings on new streaming service ITVX, including a feature-length finale to Roman comedy Plebs. We'll also be looking at festive rom-com Something from Tiffany's on Prime Video. But most importantly, Harry and Meghan making headlines absolutely everywhere. But first, Ian, what is in the news? Anne Hathaway and Salma Hayek Perot will play bitter rivals who are forced to work with each other. We know all about that, Hannah, don't we? In Netflix's Seesaw Monster, which is adapted from Kotaro Isaka's 2019 book. What else is in the news, Hannah? And Oscar winner Spike Lee is set to direct an as-yet-untitled prime video drama following university students on an intense officer training programme. Oh, that, that, that's set to be a good one, I reckon. Now, we've got an embarrassment of riches this week, Hannah. There's so much good new stuff that we can't take it all in, but we will give you a quick name check for some of the other shows that we weren't able to preview, but you should look out for. We're going to start, I've been looking forward to this, on Netflix. It's a new animated feature film from the director Guillermo del Toro. It's called Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. I think you'll recognise that name. And here's a clip. I want to tell you a story. It's a story you may think you know, but (laughs) you don't. Over there! What is that? Papa! (gasps) It speaks! He's just a puppet! No, I'm not! I'm a real boy! So, of course, we all remember the classic Disney animation about the wooden puppet who comes to life, which doesn't actually get shown very much, Hannah. I don't know if it's available on Disney+. Plus. You would probably know that. Well, Guillermo del Toro, who's one of my favourite directors, he has made films such as The Shape of Water. He did the Hellboy franchise, Pan's Labyrinth. I mean, they're all great. And we also dipped into his Cabinet of Curiosities recently, his horror anthology. Well, he has now done... A stop motion version of the story of Pinocchio. Of course, there was a live action version quite recently, which starred Tom Hanks. That was on Disney Plus. Now, in this, we get the backstory of how Geppetto lost his son uh, during the war. He makes Pinocchio, and Del Toro introduces these quite characteristic-looking. Um, they're almost like godlike creatures. There's one sort of in an underworld, and then there's another one who decide to give Geppetto the the gift of this living puppet, Pinocchio, who really looks like he is roughly made from a tree trunk, doesn't he? Interestingly, it's set in 1930s Italy under the rule of Benito Mussolini, the fascist dictator, who does make an appearance. Now, there's some great voice artists in this, I have to say. So you have David Bradley as Geppetto from the Harry Potter films. Ewan McGregor, always instantly recognisable. He plays Sebastian J. Cricket, who is Pinocchio's 
conscience. And the best of all, you've got Christoph Waltz, who's been in a few Tarantino movies. He plays Count Volpe, who is the carnival impresario who sees Pinocchio as a way to make money. You'll also hear the voice of Kate Blanchett and uh, also Tilda Swinton. So pretty good voice cast, but it's a very moving story. I, I must admit, it did move me to tears. It's wonderful. The circus stuff is great. The Italian political backdrop is is well done as well. Fascinating, because of course he set Pan's Labyrinth during the Spanish Civil War, didn't he? So I was looking forward to this. I absolutely loved it. I thought it was superb. What did you think, Hannah? It's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. You know, you always kind of worry with things like this that, you know, originals aren't kind of, your memory is the original and you love it and it's going to be ruined. And and I think it's funny because Disney does it a lot um, and they make them just better and bigger and often more scary. This just seems to bring to life the story really well. You're you're kind of captivated from the from the very beginning, and like you say, there's some great names in there. Um, just from a voiceover perspective, and I, I quite enjoyed trying to guess who they all were. But as you say, you and McGregor um, as Pinocchio's conscience does an absolutely great job, and he's easily identifiable. I for me, yeah, it it will go down in history. I mean, it, it's just one of the greats, isn't it? It's absolutely absolutely brilliant. I, I kind of think everybody needs to watch this agreed and some terrific songs in it as well i should add now everyone's talking about it and everyone's been looking forward to it it dropped this thursday with three episodes the new harry and Meghan documentary on netflix before you tell us all about it here's a clip it's really hard to look back on it now and go what on earth happened that? That is the sound of hearts breaking all around the world. She's becoming a royal rock star. And then everything changed. So this feels like it's been a long time coming, doesn't it? Um, we had the two um, trailers that were dropped prior to the, the first three episodes and the second three episodes are um, dropping a week later and goodness only knows what, what they will say but this really has caused a stir um, the media are calling it Harry and Meghan's war um, on the royals and the media and to be honest with you it it is pretty it is pretty shocking i mean there's absolutely no doubt about it we're used to the royals not not really saying anything at all um and here they are one of their very own um removing themselves from the family um enjoying the trappings of what that's brought them um doubtlessly um and then creating a reality television show now some some would say the irony is lost on them given that they were the ones who wanted some privacy and wanted to get away from the royal family. And yet here they are with their own very, very own reality um, series. And it's, and, it's, and it's shocking. I mean, there's, I, I, I say it's shocking. I, actually, I, I will remove that because I don't think there's anything more that we've learned here or particularly more than what we learned in the Oprah Winfrey um, interview that they, that they originally did that caused a big stir at the time. But this is their truth. This is their version of events. Um, and, and as I say, they sort of rake over old ground in a lot of instances. Um, Harry likens Meghan to Diana, his mother, um, that she's hounded by the press. I think the press will have quite a lot to say about that. And already you can see um, 
bits and pieces being being pulled apart and 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 various people trying to debunk a lot of what they're saying um suggestion that she's been chased by paparazzi yet the footage used was from um premieres from um uh, times where they invited the press so it's all a bit they talk about consistency arguably it's a little bit inconsistent but there is no doubt that this is making column inches across the globe and i think it will be a case now of waiting to see um how people feel about that i think the the british um are, are feeling slightly cross about it it feels it feels very hurtful given this was the year that we lost our great queen and i think it, it feels probably a bit tasteless to be perfectly honest with you uh, and we've also got harry's book which is due out at the very beginning of january which no doubt will have uh, include some more truth bombs so i think we're going to get a lot of column inches from this um and it will be interesting to see um what they've got left in the last three episodes because what would be nice and i think what everyone have a lot of respect for is if they carved out something for themselves i think you could you need to start moving forward rather than looking back and um as i say this does seem to be a bit of a war on the media and on the royal family and you can only imagine how they might be feeling today and i i do question um the queen rarely put out any statements but i do question whether the new monarchy um, will be looking to put something out because this is this is damaging. It is damaging. What did you think, Ian? Well, I am no fan of the monarchy or the royals, but I, I watched the first episode and I did find it very interesting. And there is this Faustian pact. We have this bizarre system where this one family is elevated above everyone else just because of their DNA and given lots of money and palaces. But... The other side of the bargain is they get horrific press intrusion. I've always thought that Prince Harry is probably the most normal of the royals. He's the most relatable. He's, he's, he's like someone, relatively like someone from everyday life, you know. And if you watch the footage in episode one of him as a little boy walking behind his mother's coffin and she died while being chased by the paparazzi and he's being forced to go and talk to the crowds. He's, he's very, very young. It doesn't take a therapist to understand why he would be incredibly angry and very protective of anyone else who comes into his life. You know, that. so it's, it's perfectly understandable why he, he doesn't want that press intrusion and he, he, that goes with being part of the firm. What I, there's a lot of, treads over a lot of old ground, isn't it? the initial three episodes but what I really enjoyed was seeing him and Megan their first trip together when they barely knew each other really they went to Botswana and just seeing the work that he did in Africa and how important that was to him and it's just and it's very much a couple in love which is very touching and when you see them together now and then they're just very natural together whereas you remember with Prince Charles with Diana when he was asked are you in love he said yes whatever love is so Although, yeah, I, I'm, I'm a Republican. I will put that out there. I don't think we should have a royal family. But I, I did find this interesting. And I very much sympathise with Harry and Meghan. And I think the press in this country have stirred up a lot of hatred against them, which is um, really bad. So, yeah, you can watch The Crown. Oh, my goodness, you, Ian. You can, oh, my goodness. You can watch The Crown on Netflix, which is wonderful. But if you, if you want to see, you know, the documentary version... Here it is, and I'm, you know, looking forward to that. The other episodes will drop later, won't they? But um, 
yeah, well worth a look. Whether or not you're a monarchist, it is still really interesting, and it's part of our national story. So yeah, recommended. As I said, it's a very busy week, and and one of the biggest stories of the week is the arrival of ITVX, which is ITV's new streaming platform. It's going to replace the hub. You can either opt to watch the content with adverts, which is free, or you can subscribe and have it without. Uh, It will also give you access to BritBox. And there's some good stuff, some good new material coming up. So landing this Thursday, we had A Spy Among Friends, which is a drama about a notorious traitor starring Damien Lewis and Guy Pearce. So it's all about MI6 agent Kim Philby, who defected to the Soviet Union in 1963. So yeah, terrific star power in that. But what I've picked out to talk to you about, Hannah, today, is a feature-length finale to one of my favourite comedies, Plebs. And here's a clip. Welcome to war, baby. Ah. Yeah. I don't like you. Oh. Not ideal, yeah. You got an arrow in your. I don't know what they're up against. Plebs, soldiers of Rome. Available 8th of December. Stream free on ITVX. Yes, so it's a fond farewell to the comedy Plebs, which is set in ancient Rome. It features Tom Rosenthal, of course, from Friday Night Dinner. He plays Marcus. Um, You have Aurelius, is played by Tom Basden, who's a series creator. It's a very funny sitcom, historical sitcom. And in this finale, (laughs) the boys decide, so there's Grumio the slave, Marcus, Jason and Aurelius. They decide to join the army Peace has been declared across the empire, and they think if they join the army, it'd be a really cushy number, and everyone will look up to them. They'll get lots of girls, and they'll get lots of free food and drink, because that's what they they are seeing happening with the other Roman soldiers. However, unfortunately for them, uh, suddenly there's a rebellion uh, on an outpost of the empire, and they're sent to the front line. (laughs) So it's very... Very funny. Um, got some great guest stars as well. You've got Patrick Baladi, who's been in loads of things since he was in the office. But um, so he plays the Roman general, and they have the leader of the barbarians. The joke is that the, the, the barbarians are much more civilized than the Romans. And you have um, this guy called Carrie Conradi, who's I think he's a big star in Norway. I think I'm right in saying that. So he's playing the barbarian leader as a sort of Sven Goran Eriksson type, very urbane. <laughs> character so i mean if you've not seen plebs you should check it out because it i think it was on itv hub so it will now all be on itvx it's a really funny series i think it's up there with the likes of blackadder and sort of a similar vibe to life of brian perhaps even so it's very good quality consistently funny loads of gags in there good performances great characters so and you don't need to have seen the series before to enjoy this feature-length finale so uh yeah dip in what did you think hannah i i was gonna say exactly the same as you i think it is kind of up there with the blackadder and i'm gonna say something now which really is divisive but i do not like blackadder <laughs> which my husband oh, think is unreal this on, <laughs> what has got into you this week <laughs> He's like, never go on the record saying that and i just have so there we go no i mean this isn't for me but it 
is funny and people will like it and i know that i am um one of the few that that are not very keen on on, on things like blackout i do like life of brian though um and it probably does sit somewhere between the two like you say um but yeah it is funny um i've watched this i didn't watch much of it on on um, itv previously um but yeah give it a go and see, see if you see if you feel like i do Okay, fair enough. Uh, so, <laughs> Christmas is coming, of course, Hannah. So, we thought we'd better in, include something a little bit festive in this week's pod. And it's on Amazon Prime Video. It's a rom-com. You're going to tell us about it called Something from Tiffany's. And here is a clip. I know that love is messy. <laughs> If you just give me one more chance, I will be so much better. It feels like he's really trying. Does that mean that I have to start being nice to him or something? Because I can't do it, I don't think. Not every relationship is simple. So a lovely rom-com, as you say, totally the right time for Christmas. This is such an easy view and um, just absolutely does what it says on the tin. It kind of hasn't reinvented the wheel. It just is what it is and this really does get you in the mood for Christmas there are two couples that we're tracking one couple who are not really ready to tie the knot and another couple who are ready to tie the knot they're at that point in their relationship and the two guys go to Tiffany's to buy jewellery one an engagement ring and one a pair a pair of earrings and they get mixed up and that's when the complications begin as one of them particularly goes to um try and find the engagement ring that he didn't take home with him and um it's there's some nice looking people in it so that helps <laughs> it's very it's very easy on the eye um you've got um zoe deutsch and ray nicholson who play rachel and gary they're the two that they're happy enough but they're not they're not ready to tie them not he's a kind of he's, he's kind of he seems kind of younger he's definitely not at that point so when she opens uh spoiler alert here the the box and it's not what he's expecting she says i i don't know what to say and he's like mm, neither do i um and then you've got ethan vanessa who are played by kendrick Sampson and shay mitchell and they are ready to make that commitment but when he goes off to try and find that ring what happens next you can probably guess and you are probably right um but it's really sweet it's really lovely and it's really Christmassy. So get a glass of red, kick back and watch this and, and feel the Christmas spirit. Well, this is the sort of thing I would normally run a mile from, <laughs> I have to admit. But I I really liked it. I thought it was delightful. <laughs> and just the, the premise of, so so that one of the guys who's gone for a real cheapskate present, he, he rushes out of Tiffany's, the famous store, and he's hit by a car. So um, the other chap goes to help him and that's where these little blue bags get swapped over by accident and um gary who's um who's a bit flaky really as a character when his girlfriend opens this engagement ring he doesn't say oh no that's not your present he decides just to go along with the deception <laughs> and get engaged <laughs> so yeah i thought it was really nicely done a, a little bit of a sleepless in seattle vibe perhaps mm -hmm. but um yeah really nicely played and then uh Ethan has a daughter uh, who who is very good in this, and I think the scene stealing performance—I I don't know the actress's name, forgive me—but why, also, why do these characters, these female characters in these sort of rom coms, why do they always run bakeries? 
tell me that. But anyway, <laughs> so um, Zoe Deutsch's sort of co- business partner at the bakery is has some great. She doesn't like um, the boyfriend at all, the, the the flaky boyfriend, and she has some very very funny lines. Um, yeah, so it's will true love triumph in the end? I, I'm not going to reveal that spoiler, Anna. People will just have to find out <laughs> for themselves. But if you're looking for a a rom-com with a light touch, it's got some laughs in it. It's got a bit of heart. As you say, everyone looks gorgeous. Um, yeah, surprisingly enjoyable. Now, we've got to that time, Hannah. Yes, again, where you tell us what you've been uh, tuning into this week. Much of my time has been um, watching Harry and Meghan because <laughs> can't, you can't move for it, can you really? <laughs> We won't start that debate again. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, I, I have been watching that and I'm, I'm looking forward to watching the next three to see what new, hopefully new revelations they might have. I don't seem to be any so far. So let's hope there's something new there. Um, also though, the children have been um, wanting us to watch some Christmas movies. So I, I went and watched Home Alone. And do you know what? So many films age, but that just seems to age like a fine wine. It really oh. does. It's so good. So, yeah, I'm watching Christmassy stuff and Home Alone was one of them. How about you? Well, so much regular stuff going on. Football, Strictly, mm. of course, MasterChef, Gogglebox. Once I've got through all that, like you, I went back to an old favourite. I watched uh, School of Rock on Netflix with Jack Black, which is just always fun, isn't it? It's absolutely delightful. Oh, we've just got time to look ahead to what we're going to be talking about next week. Hannah, so what's on the binge watch menu? David Tennant is back and he's playing the real life Russian defector who was assassinated on British soil in ITVX drama Litvinenko. And Catherine Zeta-Jones turns baddie in Disney Plus's new action-adventure film spin-off series, National Treasure, Edge of History. So we look forward to those and more. But in the meantime... Before we sign off this week, as promised, a quick round-up of the shows we weren't able to cover in this week's podcast... On Paramount Plus, there's a couple of musical offerings. The drama series George and Tammy, starring Michael Shannon and Jessica Chastain, tells the story of married country music legends George Jones and Tammy Wynette. That's well worth a watch. And the rockumentary Liam Gallagher, Nebworth 22, sees the former Oasis frontman return to the scene of one of the band's most famous gigs as a solo performer. On ITVX, Carla Simone Spencer plays a maid accused for murder in the Georgian period drama The Confessions of Franny Langton. And the provocative teen drama Tell Me Everything explores the stresses to mental health caused by social media. Finally, on Apple TV+, Will Smith's first outing since his Oscar slap sees him playing a runaway slave in the feature film Emancipation. See you next week.